second. Stand up. Let me take a look at you. Ziggy, you sure are looking sharp. What do you think, ladies? Stop, stop. I thought you were the number two Cameron eligible bachelor. Yeah, I think you know who's number one. Let me guess, is Lordy still number one? Oh, it's been a couple years since I saw you last at the benefit concert on Cameron. Sure, that was a great time, and we raised lots of money and awareness for teenage gray blood Zerakian crystal drug addiction. Can't take too much credit for that one. Lordy really did the legwork on that. Organized the whole thing. I remember how excited he was to get you to MC. Anything for my fellow Camelons? Okay, Siggy. Now a lot of people don't know your story. Tell us how it all began. Were you bored with the Glorax bow in hand? I used to learn a baby rattle. I was just always into music. But it wasn't until I went off to Sig Yu that I realized I could make a living doing this stuff. Oh, Sigmas University. The golden cigarettes, huh? Looks like you got some other alumni here. Who's next? 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 Slug quarter, huh? <laughs> I like it. Well, it's nicknamed that, because so many natives like to hang out there. There's a real divide between the slug quarter and the thick core coriander spaceport. How so? Well, you know, thick court is kind of like the business center. It's a little more militant, so there's no nonsense. Really? I've been out there. I got some nice shops. Oh, don't get me wrong. There's lots of great shops if you want thick rat stew. You have to try the Omega Bistro. But the slug quarter is for the people that want real slice of Sigma's nightlife. <laughs> Can't say I've ever been to the slug quarter. I kind of like to keep my mane clean. Well, there are some good and some bad areas of the slug quarter. A3 is the hangout spot for the natives and college students. That is where I opened up my bar a couple of years ago. Ziggy's Theme House Saloon. Sure, sure. We'll get back to that. Now, you were hanging out on 8th Street, and you met Zoltroy. Ah, nothing magical or anything. I saw him play and hung out after the show and asked if he wanted to jam and come back with me to my dorm. And Ziggy and the Starlights was born. Of course, there was a few female groupies back at the dorm, so we really didn't get too much music done that night. You get my drift, Rexy? <laughs> sure do. So were you an instant success? <laughs> Not exactly. More like Ziggy and Zoltroy for about a year and a half. 
We both left school and played every hole in the wall bar in the galaxy. From here to Lysol. Let's talk about your first band recording. Snailing. And I were doing that song from the beginning as a duet. I'd like to say we knew it was great when we wrote it, but... Are you kidding? Everyone knows snailing. It was a huge hit. Yeah, once we had our band together, we were able to give it the proper attention. Voltroy had pieces of snailing and slug life figured out, and he was trying to get his bands to play it. Are you telling us there are some old bootleg versions of snailing and slug life out there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Believe me, they're nothing special. I sat down with Voltron and we really tweaked out the arrangements. And that is when we realized we needed more musicians to make it work. Fascinating! <laughs> I don't know if fascinating is the right word. We're starving paying for food off bad paying gigs. <laughs> that doesn't sound like fun to me. We would negotiate deals with the pubs to work in the bar back for a couple of weeks at a time. If they would give us food and a cot in the back, and a chance to play every night for tips. So when did you get the full Starlights lineup assembled? Oh, the things Ultra and I saw? Well, let's just say I'm not ready to write my memoir. But when I do, I'll have some really good stories. <laughs> I bet. So, go on. Where did you meet the other bandmates? Well, over, really. Meowler King was playing in fitness for a Flippy and Martin salute down Eastern. Afterwards, he stopped into the local bar for a drink, and we met and hit off immediately. Meowler wanted to play a looser jazz style, so he was easily persuaded to leave the military outfit. And how about Camelon's number one bachelor? When did y'all get together with Lordy Blick? I think I know the story, but I'd rather hear you say it. Oh, Lordy we picked up doing a small private gig in April 30 for another one of your events. I believe it was the Tico Festival. That's right. Lordy actually stepped up on stage with his headset on and with his virtual keyboard synced up into the mixing board and just played alongside the rest of the band on snailing. Oh, yes, just like a Camelon to seek the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. The brassness of his approach along with his obvious skills won us over immediately. It also didn't hurt that Lordy is a very charismatic and always had an entourage in mind. Now on Slug Life, you obviously have a female singer, a Lysorian, I believe. <laughs> oh yes, we had Evie. Evie was Lordy's girlfriend. Early on, I gotta say, she was a bit of a nuisance. Zoltra and I were always coming up with countless alibis while Lordy was seeing other women. So let me get this straight. Lordy isn't a one female kind of guy? <laughs> That's surprising. But what we didn't realize was there's a whole contingent of fans that were coming out just to see what Evie was wearing. 
and watching her dance. Oh, yes. Never underestimate the value of sex appeal. And Evie certainly has that in bunches. You got that right. Though after tons of angry hate mail and a scary tussle one late evening with a very unhappy male Lothorian, we realized that Evie needed a place in the band. Lordy was reluctant, but they both have found a way to coexist without too much sexual tension. You know, I've actually talked to Lordy about this before. He said he was young and stupid. Now he loves Evie as a friend, and they both seem to be doing very well. Oh, sure. It was tough to go for a while there when we got Evie back in the band. We realized that some of her guttural Lothorian chants really added to the songs. And she was phenomenal on Slug Life. And what about the poems? Uh, oh, yeah. The poems started as a joke when some drunk handed her a flower and some note attached. When she looked at the note, she saw a beautiful poem. Come on, it wasn't a picture of his genitalia with the hotel room number on it? I tease, I tease. Yeah, I'd say 99% of the time that's what it was. But this one was different, so she started reading a few of them to the audience members. She is very picky about which ones she'll read, and they must be written in the Thorian or she won't even look at it. Alright. And when did you add Mackie Longtail to the group? Yay! Let me see, um, this was the band we had a drink one night. After Sam Parsham, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The Glider Hog Tourney. It was a dive bar on the outskirts of Havelina City. Mackie came in with his crazy string arrangement on the guitar harp for an open mic night. I turned to Dolce and said, We need this one in the pan. You got that off one open mic performance? You bet, Rex. Sometimes you just know. Everybody loves Mackie, and he's a ray of sunshine, and at that time, the band was loaded with too much drama. He's just a completely innocent musician that is incorruptible, because all he cares about is playing the strings. And Sammy Sidewinder? Oh, Sammy is an interesting lad, because he was my roadie back at you. Well, we kind of hired him on as soon as we could afford an instrument tech. Really? He wasn't even a musician? Actually, he's an excellent electronic percussionist. He was always begging to get on stage. Now, rumor has it that Zoltry didn't want him in the band. Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but, but Zoltry is more of a purist. And he didn't see the need for an electronic beatmaster. Come on now, Ziggy. You're just pulling that thorn out of my paw. That sounds a whole lot like you didn't want him in the band. <laughs> your words, not mine, Rex. Okay, maybe early on, but one night, Zoltar got sick, and we had a big gig. So I got Sammy to fill in. He found a way to work in electronic beats, skin scratching, tail rattles, basically anything he could find. It was a chaotic potpourri of sound, and the audience loved it! So he came in as a replacement when Zoltroy got sick, and stayed in the band? Yep, Zoltroy couldn't deny his talents after that gig. Good stuff. So what's on the horizon for Siggy and the Starlights? Rex, I just love playing music. I play three nights a week at the Steam House Saloon. I have a house band, and we mostly play the jazzy stuff. Whenever one of the original Starlights is in town, they have a permanent invitation to sit in and play. I also just opened the Sig Metro Trans Bar. 
It's been dead for a few years now, but I love the bar so much and it was a big part of digging in the starlights in the early days. I wanted to reopen it. When will we get a full starlight store? After about tour, but we still have a few gigs that we always get the whole band together and play. Let's see, we'll do the Hogger Cup this year. Uh, Salim's Galactic Clinker Series and Sigu Annual Alumni Bash. Do you all stay in touch? Oh, always. In fact, I'll be stopping in to see Lordy shortly after this broadcast. Since I'm here in Camelo. And how about you and Zoltroy? I hear there's a little bit of a falling out between you two. Nah, I love Zoltroy. He does his own thing, but he's a professional. And it's always there for the big games. Okay, now I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't mention what the mall said about your band. He was playing a Soldo's Holocast last week, and here's what he said. Singing the Starlights is what's wrong with music today. No barriers are being broken. No statements being made. Just bland, safe music for the masses. How'd it go there, didn't you, Rex? I thought you were my friend. Siggy, baby, you know I love you. But my audience wants me to ask the tough questions. <laughs> I know, I'm just teasing you. I have no problems with malevolence. Music is always subjective. So if you don't like my music, just turn it off. Sure, but come on, Siggy. When he writes a song called Slug Suicide, it's got to affect you somehow. Uh, maybe ten years ago I might have taken the bite. If anger and jealousy motivates him, that's fine. When I write Slug Life, I was angry with the world, too. Uh, I know this might shock you, Rex, but uh, Slug Life ain't no life at all. Was not spoken out of bliss. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, the time has just flown by. As always, it is an honor to speak with a legend. Thanks, Rex. Likewise, the next time you're in the slug quarter... You know, I think I'll wait till you make it back to Camelo. Fair enough. Let's hear it for Siggy Sluggington! the vocal talents of Jude Vavona. Tune in next time for another edition of Rapping with Rex.